ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. We're coming to you today from the Union Pump and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, where always on a Monday, it's $1.50 for bottles and $2 for call shots. Welcome in. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here for the next hour, but of course, we're going to be here at the Union all night long again. Monday special best in the Tri-State. So come on down. We hope to see you soon here at the Union Pub and Grill. So it's Monday. It's the first full week of we've got football. It's high school football and the Tri-State. Kentucky's already underway, but I don't count that. Not until Ohio and West Virginia begin. So football is back. We've got big matchups across many of our radio stations all this week. We're going to be talking about, of course, Capital Midland taking on St. Albans this week. Huntington is going to be at Belfry. Spring Valley is going to be taking on Wayne. And that's going to be a big game for us because we're going to be video streaming that game. We'll give you more details tomorrow on that. But, of course, you can log on to our Facebook page on Friday and watch that game as well as listen to it on the radio. So we've got a lot of games to get into this weekend. So I'm looking forward to as we build up high school football. But, of course, that means we're just that closer to college football and the return of the Thundering Herd. They're going to take the field against Miami on September 1st. I'm looking forward to that. So we're just a couple we less than a couple of weeks away from that. So it's back. Finally, get into the football. I did try to get into the footballs, though, this weekend. I watched the Bengals. They were on the NFL Network, and for the first half of that game, I watched the first-teamers. did not look very good. So I turned it off, listened to it on the radio, did some other things, and then all of a sudden the second-teamers came out and beat the Cowboys. So I think that might be the the trick. I'm just not going to watch the games, listen to them, and the Bengals will do fine. Man, the first team looked terrible, could not do anything. Andy Dalton couldn't find A.J. Green. I could quarterback better than Andy Dalton right now. I could find A.J. Green. What is the deal there? He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and you can't find this guy? You overthrow him. You don't get it to him. Bengals have got to get that fixed quickly. But, of course, we're talking practice, preseason, practice, practice. And camp is wrapped up at Marshall. So now they're going to get into, I guess, practice mode. Even though they've been practicing in camp, they're going to get out of camp mode and now get into practice mode. And so we'll find out soon who's going to be your starting quarterback, get all of that squared away. As we are a couple weeks away, Doc's probably uh, already working on Miami if he hasn't already. But next week will probably be game week for them, so they'll get on their game week schedule. But today, the first day of classes at Marshall University. So still a lot of kids getting acclimated, getting set, getting into their school routine. So it's good that they're back because last week, let me tell you, last week was going to be the herd pep rally at Pullman Square. That got canceled. Weather was not good. So, now that the full student body's back, we haven't forgot. So, our pep rally with the Thundering Herd, that's this Thursday at Pullman Square. So, if you've got plans, cancel them and then head down to Pullman Square. Because I haven't got the complete list yet, but I'm sure Doc's going to be there. There's going to be some football players as well. Maybe Danny's going to be there. And speaking of Danny... The bling was out, wasn't it, this weekend? The Thundering Herd got their rings. It's always good to have rings. Rings are a big deal. Coaches use them. Coaches love rings. 
That's why you see every time Marshall goes to a bowl, there's a ring. Because then coaches go and recruit, and they've got their handful of rings. Bowl rings, diamond-encrusted rings. And they're showing them off, talking to kids. Now, the way the bowls are going, everybody's got bowls. So now everybody's got rings. But in basketball, not everybody's got rings. You've got to win your conference championship to get a ring, right? And then you've got to go to the NCAA tournament to maybe add on to the decorative nature of that ring. Well, that's what the Thundering Herd ring looks like. And I actually got to see one today up close and personal. Got to borrow the boss's ring for just a minute to, to see it up in person, and it's pretty nice. You've got the old-school Marco. You've got the state of West Virginia outline, the star indicating where Huntington's at. That looked pretty cool. And then the NCAA logo there to indicate the Thundering Herd was in the second round. And each of the rings are personalized. So you saw John Elmore throw his out there on Twitter and social media. And they have your name on it. And it's really nice as conference champions. Thundering Herd needed some, some jewelry. So now... Danny goes out. He's got a ring. Just put that in front of a kid that maybe is thinking about signing with the Thundering Herd, and you can just show that off a little bit more like, yeah, oh, yeah, you got my conference championship ring? You could get one of these too. Coaches love that. But that's a pretty big deal, the ring ceremony. So these kids are feeling good. Basketball's finally getting some love, and the rings are nice. They're not cheap looking by any stretch of the imagination. Marshall did not skimp on these things. They made them nice, and they made them really attractive. So kudos to the Thundering Herd on that. So if you see some of those guys running around with some jewelry, um, you know, get a good close look of it. Of course, if I'm one of those guys who got a ring, and uh, I'm not maybe, I'm not John Elmore maybe, and I'm somebody else, maybe the support staff, I would wear that for a day and then put that thing up, bring it out on special occasions. That's the thing, though. I uh, would not keep that thing out unless it just, yeah, just bring it out now and just because I want to show off a little bit because those things are really nice. Isn't it something that you get a really nice ring and it's so nice that you just don't want to keep it out and wear it? Then there's some who wear their ring every day. I mean, I work with uh, a uh, member of that 1992 national championship team. He's got his ring every day. And um, he, he worked hard, and he wants to show that thing off because he was part of that championship team. And I don't blame him for that. So it's good to get the hardware for sure. So basketball still the news, but, of course, we're going to move our attention to football. We are going to hopefully get this uh, routine settled down because next week is game week, and that means we're going to be back on the west lot for home games. We're going to be out on location on the road games here in the Huntington area. So if you're going to try to find a place to watch the game, we're going to give you plenty of opportunities to do that. So that's what our schedule is going to look like. And with Doc Holiday, of course, we're going to have the scheduled press conference. That's going to be coming up weekly. We'll have the player interviews as well. So our week next week is going to be a little bit more structured with player interviews, coach, and, of course, I'm trying to work in – in between all that, all the other stuff that's going on because Olympic sports are starting back up. Soccer is back in action. Uh, the women tied with Army 2-2 draw. So we're going to talk a little bit more soccer uh, as the week progresses. Volleyball is starting back up. And so coming on Thursday, he's going to join me on the program. But we're going to try to get him in a little bit more regular basis. So next Monday, I don't think I'm speaking on a turn, but next Monday, 
I don't know how long he'll stay, but uh, Mitch Jacobs is going to roll in down here every Monday or thereabouts here. He's going to be part of the show here at the Union Pub and Grill. So we're going to turn this really into your Monday destination. It already is, but we are going to turn it into your Monday destination. So hopefully that means you'll come down as well, hang out with us every Monday, because, again, the Monday special from now until, well, until I stop doing this show, and that'll be long, long from now. Dollar fifty bottles and two dollar call shots. That's the deal here at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going to take our first break. We'll come back. We'll start working your phone calls in later on. Uh, we're going to take uh, some guests. We've got a couple things planned for you as well. Uh, there's a, a new book coming out tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk to the author here in about fifteen minutes. It's called Birds of Prey, and it's about the Philadelphia Eagles. So we'll talk about that later on. We'll get your phone calls in as well. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive here, live from Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, we're here every Monday, and of course, the big reason to be here on a Monday, not only is the best service in town, of course, the best deal. The Monday special, it's always $1.50 bottles and $2 call shot, so we invite everyone to come down to the Union Pub and Grill. This is going to be the place come Monday Night Football as well, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, because that's coming back as well. Don't forget... Monday night football here on a Monday special. The TVs will be all tuned in to watch the game. We're going to have you good and covered when Monday night football returns. Hey, speaking of something that's returned, we do this uh, on a biannual basis. The Marcelo Latterman auction has started up again, and we've got some really nice items to tell you about. And, of course, you can go to our website at wrvc.com and start checking out the items yourself. But let me tell you what we've got for you to bid on. And, of course, all of this goes to the Marcelo Latterman Memorial Scholarship Foundation and, of course, their funding scholarships at Marshall University. First of all, we've got a Richard Petty Number 43 signed whiskey bottle. This is a um, nice-looking item here. Already um, already valued at $60. Uh, no bids yet because we just, again, just started this auction. And so I wouldn't open this. I'd just keep this thing and uh, put it on my shelf. But you can check this out. Richard Petty personally autographed bottles of whiskey 43. Uh, two weeks after returning from his July trip, at the Goodwood Festival Speed in England. So he signed this bottle, and he, he really has still been looking pretty good. He signed this bottle It's to celebrate his 80th birthday back on July 2nd of last year. So if you want a piece of that action, you can go to the website as well. Also, we have got some tours I don't want to hit on the tours as much, though, because these are um, these are vineyard tours. You can go check those out. I want to focus on more of the sports stuff. First of all, four football tickets for Kentucky at Tennessee. That's up for auction right now. And it's valued at $250 right now. We've got a bid of 55 You can do better, I'm sure, on that. 
but a value of 250 Somebody's going to walk away with this. It's going to be a, a pretty big steal. But you got four football tickets to see the Kentucky Wildcats take on the Tennessee Volunteers. It's going to be in Knoxville. These are Tennessee sideline seats uh, located around the 20-yard line, so pretty good deal there. Also, if you're a big NASCAR fan, um, we've got a quarter panel from the Dow-sponsored NASCAR Richard Childress Racing Number no. 3 2018 Camaro, uh, driven by Austin Dillon. Uh, there is uh, a photo of RCR Museum curator and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sr.'s pit crew, gas can man Danny Chocolate Myers, displaying the quarter panel in the uh, RCR Museum. The RCR Race Shops and Museum are located in Welcome, North Carolina, and we've got the photo up so you can see what this thing looks like. It's pretty nice. There's also a photo of our very own Jason Toy from MRN Radio holding it up. Um, doesn't look as nice. It's in our conference room with him holding it up, but if it was in your home, it would look really good, I'm thinking. Now, we've also got four tickets to see the Thundering Herd take on Miami of Ohio. Right now, it's uh, up at $53. That's the current bid. You can get in on this. But you need tickets to go see the herd take on Miami of Ohio? Well, that game's coming up on September 1st. You better now bid on these at the website, wrvc.com, to where you start. We've also got a ladies 14-carat yellow gold diamond ring set with 21 round diamonds, having a combined weight of a half of a carat. Uh, this is compliments of Wilma O'Shea Jewelers, and the value on this is $395. So if you've got to maybe make it up to somebody, try to put yourself in someone's good graces, this is the item to get right now. It's only at $75 of the bid. So, again, you're going to walk away with a really good steal. So if you need to get yourself in, in someone's good graces... I'm checking this thing out. All you have to do is go to our website, wrvc.com. It's going to benefit the Marcelo Ladderman auction. Of course, the golf outing is coming up soon, and also all of the funds go benefit the Marcelo Ladderman Memorial Scholarship. Always a great cause if you're a herd fan or if you just want to help out the program. It definitely benefits the student athletes who benefit from this, and it's a good cause. I mean, this is a, a scholarship that really helps the program, it helps a student-athlete, and it helps remember. And um, I think sometimes we forget that the 75, I know people talk about the 75, but they were individuals. And so this is, a, I think, a great auction because it, it remembers Marcelo Latterman. Sure, he was part of the 75 that uh, perished, but at the same time, each of the 75 have names. So that's why I think I like this a lot, because we get to know a little bit more about one of the 75 and the, and the name, who he was and what he was about. So check it all out. Head over to the website. It's wrvc.com. The uh, auction has begun now. Already we got a few bids. And if you want to uh, help out, that's all you have to do. And um, the auction will benefit, again, the Latterman Foundation. So we're here at the Union Pub and Grill. It's the Monday edition. Appreciate you being here with us. And, of course, the $1.50 bottle, $2 call shots. We mentioned that is the Monday special here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. We um, will be here every Monday from now until the end of football season and beyond. And, again, I'm working on every Monday having at least someone here with me. And right now it's going to be Mitch Jacobs, Marshall volleyball coach, who is versatile in not just his sport, but, of course, he can talk many things. But, Specifically, we've got volleyball coming up. It's starting soon, 
and the Thundering Herd are going to be on the road. They will be taking on the University of Dayton on Friday. Also, women's soccer is at the University of Tennessee at Martin. Uh, that's 4 p.m. on Friday. And then, of course, men's soccer in action, taking on Duquesne University. So lots of options for entertainment before the football season begins on September 1st. Forehand and volleyball is uh, in action as well all day Saturday, uh, taking on University of South Alabama and then Ball State University, men's soccer, women's volleyball, uh, plenty of matches and options for you before we get to football. So we'll talk to those guys next week, give them some love. But we're going to take our first break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit about a new book that's coming out. It's called Birds of Prey, and it's a faith-based football book. And, of course, it follows the Super Bowl champions. So we'll talk to the author of that book and find out a little bit more about the Super Bowl champions and how Faith played a big part of what they were doing when we continue with this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back on our Monday edition. We're coming to you live from the Union Pop and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. This is the Monday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Let's turn our attention now to a little NFL football, but of a different sort. Not going to talk X's and O's. We're going to instead talk about the Super Bowl champion, the Philadelphia Eagles. And new book that comes out, I believe, tomorrow by Rob Motti. It's called Birds of Prey. It's a book that's about the Philadelphia Eagles' faith in Christ and brotherhood, which led them to the Super Bowl victory. And Rob joins us on the program now. Rob, thanks for spending a few moments with us and uh, looking forward to talking to you about this book, uh, especially since uh, with Vinny Curry being a part of that Super Bowl team, a lot of people in this area definitely interested in the Philadelphia Eagles and, of course, paid a lot of attention during that run last year. Okay, we don't have Rob. We will get that scared away here and uh, get him back on here in a moment. Uh, the book, again, is called Birds of Prey, How the Philadelphia Eagles' Faith in Christ and Brotherhood Led Them to the Super Bowl Victory. Uh, let's see if we've got Rob with us now. Rob, are you with us? Okay, Rob is not with us. So we'll get that squared away. We will take this opportunity to remind you we're here from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, where the Monday specials always the $1.50 bottles and the $2 call shots. Now, uh, before we get Rob back on the phone, I did read this a little bit of the book, and it's a, it's a fascinating read so far. And, you know, it's it's nice to know that still NFL locker rooms are pretty diverse places. Uh, they can be divided sometimes, but... Uh, this was a, a really interesting read, uh, not just from the uh, the football standpoint, but the fact that, uh, again, you, you had a, a grouping, a coming of fellow football players. It's a grouping of these guys come together to really fellowship, and at the same time, um, I think that that helped them um, become more of an effective unit. And so uh, when we get Rob back, we do have Rob back. Great. So let's welcome to the program now Rob Motti. He is the author of Birds of Prey. Rob, sorry about that. Uh, hope we got you now and uh, looking forward to talking to you about this book. Hey, Paul. Hi, Rob. 
So let's talk about this. Um, book comes out tomorrow. I know you're excited about this. Uh, would this book have happened if this team won the Super Bowl or not? Was this something you were working on and the Super Bowl just happened to be the, the cherry on top for this story? It's a great question. Uh, I, I host a radio show in the area called Faith on the Field Show, and, and uh, it's on the local ESPN affiliate in Philadelphia, and people can hear it on iTunes and all that stuff, faithonthefieldshow.com. So I had had a lot of these interviews with many of the players, and it's something that I, I wanted to eventually put together. But the idea to do the book didn't come about until about a day or two after they won the Super Bowl, and, and people were talking to me saying, hey, you ought to do a book. And I said, you know, if I do a book about this team, I, I want to do it right. And I want to do this, this team justice. And, and it's not just about writing about the X's and O's or football. It's really what motivated them, what inspired them, what carried them on this journey is their faith. So I, I reached out to my agent and I said, hey, I have this idea. And he said, if there's anyone who's going to put this book together, it's got to be you. So uh, we, we, we were able to get a proposal out and, and uh team up with HarperCollins Zondervan to get this book done in a quick, short period of time, and I'm just really excited to have it out there uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I've been reading it over the last few weeks. Uh, of course, I had some vacation time, so that helped to have the book while I was on vacation, and there's a lot of interest in the Philadelphia Eagles in this area. Of course, the proximity from West Virginia to Philadelphia helps, plus Vinnie Curry was a part of that Super Bowl team, so Already you had a built-in audience, at least from uh, people here, about the Philadelphia Eagles. How special was that team? Because it felt like everything just fell into place for that team. And I, I know you say that about every Super Bowl team. Every group can say, hey, this is a special group of guys. But what made this particular group of guys and how they came together that much more special? Uh, it, it was a special unit of guys, and I've covered uh, Philadelphia sports for AP now for 19 years, been in and around the city, been around other teams. Uh, I've seen a lot of teams with a, a lot of Christian players on their team, guys who have been outspoken in the past, who've had success, like Kurt Warner, like Russell Wilson. But I, I never saw a group of young guys like the Eagles had that were so united uh, that, that shared this special brotherhood, that shared this bond. And it was through their faith that, that they were able to o overcome one injury after another, no matter what adversity it was. Uh, they lost tons of players during a season. Key guys like Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, Jordan Hicks, uh, their kicker, Caleb Sturgis, in the beginning of the season, uh, Chris Marigo, special teams captain. And then eventually they lose the guy who may have been the MVP of the NFL, Carson Wentz uh, in week 14, and then Nick Foles steps in, another strong man of faith, just like Carson Wentz, and, and they pick up where they left off with Carson. They had a little bit of a rough spot for towards the end of the season, but it's that faith that they had, that camaraderie, that brotherhood that enabled them to, no matter what odds were stacked against them, and we all know about the underdog mentality and the underdog philosophy and everything that they had going for them last year in, in, in the playoffs, but it really is it, the, the common theme, the common bond for that team was their faith. Rob Motti is joining us. The new book that comes out tomorrow, Birds of Prey. And it's a great read about the Philadelphia Eagles and, of course, their faith, the way they won the Super Bowl. Do you find that they're more the exception or are they becoming more the rule now, the way that maybe NFL players feel about expressing their faith and who they are? I find it to be refreshing because we live in an age, uh, uh, in, in, a, in a world where 
people sometimes don't want you to be as, as bold about your faith, yet these guys are willing to use the platform that they've been blessed with they, to share their faith. And you have a guy like Zach Ertz, the Pro Bowl tight end on the Eagles, who caught the game-winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, say before the Super Bowl in a video that went viral, hey, winning is great and we want to win and we do everything we can to win when we're out on the field. But my number one priority is to make disciples. And, and when you hear a guy like that say that, it, it's not just him, it's him, Carson Wentz, the, the, the group that they have there feel that way. Uh, to be able to use that platform, it's very refreshing to see guys who are unashamed, who are bold, who are willing to put it out there. And, and I do see other players around the league. I've written other books, a book called Football Faith a few years ago that did pretty well. And, and a lot of players around the league, I'll tell you what, I've never had a guy turn me down for an interview when I go up to him and say, you know, I don't want to talk about the game. I want to talk about your faith. I want to talk about your journey. I want to talk about how you got here. Um, so I think there are guys willing to talk about it who are more forthcoming with it. Uh, you don't necessarily always see the media wanting to write about it or talk about it. Uh, but I, the journey that I've been on in my life, I kind of feel like that's why God put me here. Uh, I love my job. I love what I do. And, and to be able to use the, mar the, the, the platform that I have to take Christ into my marketplace is just an incredible blessing. And, and for you to give me a few minutes, uh, I really appreciate that as well. No, Rob, any time. Uh, I was really intrigued by the book. I rarely do book interview with authors, so when I saw this, uh, I instantly said, you know, this looks like a, a good one to talk to someone about. And I find that this, again, I hope this is not the, the exception, but it's becoming more of the rule. But when you have a group of, uh, of football players who are open about their faith, who are open about who they are, sometimes the, the players that are coming up or coming onto the team maybe have never been exposed to uh, situations like this. They haven't maybe had a good role model. Maybe the first uh, really strong influence in their life was their coach in high school or their coach in college. But still, uh, is it? Is it you find more and more that maybe you're seeing more of this today in the NFL because there is just that need for a little bit more direction when these young men become uh, millionaires and they make it to the NFL and they're trying to find their way? That's a great point you make because sometimes, sometimes players aren't going to necessarily come from a background where they may have people speaking truth into their lives, men who are speaking wisdom and, and encouragement and motivation. And, and maybe it comes from a coach. Maybe it comes from a teammate. And, and I think you do find well, that guys, once they get in there and, and maybe have a player or two that they look up to, say, hey, why don't you come join me at Bible study? Why don't you come join us uh, for a little fellowship time? And then when they get in there, uh, see, to see the way it affects other players uh, – definitely can be something that helps. And, and what I love about the Eagles locker room is that they have a, uh, a culture of inclusivity. They're not an exclusive club. It's not like there's a group of Christian players who only associate with each other and leave everyone out of that group or out of that club. These guys are sprinkled into each position group. So you have uh, different players with this feeling, with this message of love that they want to share, and they're sharing it with whether it's a believer, non-believer, whoever it is, they don't care about color, creed, anything. They don't care. They just want to share this message, and they don't want to do it in a way that turns off teammates. Uh, they don't want to do it where they're shoving a Bible down someone's throat or banging them over the head with it. They're very careful not to offend anyone, uh, and, and they do it in such a way where what's really important, Paul, is to walk your talk because people are always looking for anyone who's bold, 
about their faith to fail. And we all make mistakes, and we all fail daily. But to do that and be able to, to find some accountability, to take ownership of mistakes you make, and to be able to stand there and say, hey, I may not be perfect, but the God I represent is. And don't look to me for all the answers. Look to him. And that's how these players are. And it's great to see that culture. And I hope to see it grow in the NFL and grow to other teams. And I think it will. I think there are other teams who maybe look at the Eagles and say, hey, they had a ton of talent and they had a lot of success and they won the Super Bowl because of the talent and what they did on the field. But what allowed them to be able to play with the peace of knowing that whether we win or lose, our identity isn't rooted in our achievement or in our accomplishment. Our identity is rooted in our relationship with Christ. And that's how you saw a guy like Nick Foles, who went from being traded, released, cut, thinking about retiring from the NFL to outplaying Tom Brady on the grandest stage of his life. Uh, this is a guy who has that peace, who knows that no matter what I do on the field, it's not going to define who I am. What defines me is my faith and my relationship with the Lord. It sounds like they've come to, I guess, the greatest realization of all. It's just a game. And so this sounds like more of, okay, they're going to go out there, do their very best. They're going to enjoy what has been afforded them because, I mean, it's it's a great opportunity to play. But at the same time, it feels like they are doing what, I guess, most football coaches want to see happen from their players. They're, they're becoming accountable to each other. They're becoming, they're owning their mistakes. So it, it almost sounds like, we're talking football here, but it really, we're not talking football. But it seems like a lot of the things that maybe football players are looking for in their lives and the way they perform on the field and how they handle themselves off the field, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have found that. And your book is a great chronicle of that. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's exactly right. What you're saying is you can apply this to any area of your life. When you have that faith, when you have that relationship with the Lord, when you feel this way, whether you're a football player, whether you're a talk show host, a sports writer, whether you're in a business world, wherever it is, you're able to go about your business, you're able to go about your daily life and do the very best you can and also still have a peace in your heart and a peace in your mind. And, and I think what's really important is when people think of religion, Paul, they think of following rules, they think of adhering to all these traditions and rituals, and they kind of lose sight of what Christianity is all about. But these players haven't lost that, and that's, that's what they want to talk about. It, it's not that the Lord Jesus Christ didn't die on a cross so we can follow all these various practices and, and recite the same prayers over and over again, and then just go about our lives without His presence in it, except for that one hour a week that we spend at church. Uh, instead, Christianity is really about having that relationship with the Lord and, and trying to be like Christ every day of our lives and being the best representation that we can be in, in our daily thoughts, in our words, and, and, and really in our actions. And that's what these players on the Eagles really believe, uh, and, and they try and live it out to the best of their ability. And that's what I hope the book can portray to people and that they can take away from it. It's not that these guys were champions on the field, but they're champions for Christ and they're champions off the field as well. Joining us on the program, it's Rob Motti. His new book's coming out tomorrow, Birds of Prey, the story of the Philadelphia Eagles, Faith, Brotherhood, and Super Bowl victory. And, of course, uh, you um, are really right there. You get your finger on the pulse of everything as far as Philadelphia is concerned. So I've got to ask you one football question. Um, 
Are we going to see Absolutely. a repeat? Absolutely. Are we going to see a repeat? Is it going to happen? You don't have Vinnie oh, Curry there man. now, so so without <laughs> Vinnie Curry, I'm a little doubtful. Uh, you know, he, he's a loss they got to overcome. It's so tough to repeat in the NFL. It, it's so difficult that we haven't seen a repeat, uh, team repeat. We've only seen eight, and we haven't seen a team do it since the Patriots in 03, 04. Uh, this is a tougher conference right now. The Rams got better. The division's better. The Cowboys, the Giants are going to be better. The Redskins are always tough on the Eagles. It is so difficult to repeat, and not only that, they have some injuries that they have to overcome. We still don't know the status of Carson Wentz for week one, and, and you may say, well, that's okay. You have the Super Bowl MVP as the backup ready to step in. But there's a light. everything has to fall into place for a team to repeat. So if I had to say one way or another right now, uh, as we're having this conversation, I, I don't think they will repeat. Uh, they, they've proven me wrong in the past. I didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl last year. I thought they'd get there and lose to the Patriots. I'll never bet against Belichick and Brady for as long as they're together. Uh, but if I had to go one way or another right now, I, I would say it's not going to be a repeat season. But that's okay in Philadelphia because they got that Super Bowl. They got the championship. The fans who were starving for that title got the parade that they wanted. And they may be willing to give them a pass this season. Okay, now the Flyers are next, right? We're going to bring a Stanley Cup home to Philadelphia. <laughs> Man, we've, we've been waiting almost my entire lifetime to see that happen. Uh, goaltending has always been the issue for the Flyers, and, and, and they've had some talent. If there's a sport where you don't have to be the best team or have the ultimate superstars to win, it is hockey. We've seen teams like, like uh, Vegas come up as an expansion team last year. Uh, I, I don't know that the Flyers, they wouldn't be the team that I would put to win a championship next in Philadelphia. It may be the 76ers first. Okay, very good. The book comes out tomorrow. It's uh, available, I'm sure, on Amazon as well as uh, every every single bookstore you can find uh, that carries uh, books, good books. Uh, this is Birds of Prey, the story of the Philadelphia Eagles' faith, brotherhood, and Super Bowl victory with us on the program. Rob, anything you want to add about the book before we uh, let you go? Uh, the, the book is already out in audio for those people who are driving around, who are listening to you, who may not want to sit there and read a hard copy of a book. They can also find it in audio version and listen to it on their phones or however they get their, uh, uh, their music, their sound, everything else. See, I'm an audiobook guy. If I'd have known that, I would have requested one of those. That's, uh, that's my favorite way to read a book <laughs> hey, these days. Send you the link. Don't worry about it. You'll just have okay. to listen to me for about four hours because I, I, I recorded it myself. Okay, good deal. We'll do that. Rob, good luck with the book. Uh, it's, a, it's a great read so far. Um, congratulations on everything. And uh, I hope that uh, we see more books like this because I thought this was really a, a nice way to to maybe not just talk about football, but what is behind football. And sometimes I think we forget that there is that brotherhood. And these are important things, I think, that go on behind the scenes. So, Rob, um, congratulations and uh, looking forward to finishing the book when I uh, get home tonight. Thank you so much for your time, man. I wish you a ton of blessings. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Rob Motti joining us on the program. Uh, we are going to take our final break. Come back. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington is the place to be. It's The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. 
1125 4th Avenue Huntington for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And, of course, on Mondays, it's always the $1.50 bottles or the $2 call shots. That's one of the reasons why you come. And, of course, another reason why you come to the Union Pub and Grill, best service in the Tri-State. And one more reason why. This is basically the unofficial shrine to, to sport and martial sport in the Tri-State. The only thing I think Herbie doesn't have right now probably on display is a Marshall basketball ring. That's probably it. He, he's probably missing that from his collection. Other than that, uh, you want to look at it, find it, it's here at the Union Pub and Grill. So um, Mondays are going to get exciting around here real soon. we got football coming up. And, of course, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, football is back September 1st, Marshall, Miami, and then Mondays will start back up in a couple of weeks with the coaches. They're coming back. Don Nealon, Bob Pruitt. The Don Nealon, Bob Pruitt show is coming back in a couple of weeks. So get ready for that. We'll be breaking down the games every week with the two former coaches of Marshall and West Virginia. And that's coming back on Labor Day. So might be down here on Labor Day, depending how staffing looks. We might be doing a show from Labor Day down here, and then we might head over to the studio and do the Neil and Pruitt show. So we invite you to join us every Monday here at the Union Hub and Grill. All the dignitaries come here. Um, I can't mention his name because he's on a secret mission right now, but uh, he's important in Huntington's uh, development. I can't believe he didn't stop and say hi to us on the radio. Bill Bissett's hanging out here. Um, I can't believe that guy did not stop and say hi on the radio. I had the microphone ready to go for it. But, uh, yeah, you never know who you're going to see. It's all here at the Union Pump and Grill. So, uh, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. Uh, it's been a long summer. I am at ready, ready to go, man. I am ready to go. Let's get into some football. Let's. Let's talk football and game planning and everything that we can possibly get into. Uh, before we go, I've got to get this story in. I, you've probably seen this. If you haven't, let me be the first one. So Fan Day was about ready to go on with the West Virginia University football team. That was scheduled for Sunday. But they had to postpone that because they had a outbreak of hand, foot, and mouth disease among some members of the football team. So they have five cases of hand, foot, and mouth disease. Now, if you don't remember what this is or you haven't had to deal with this, hand, foot, and mouth is a mild but highly contagious viral infection. So if you're a kid, you might get this. uh, If you're an adult, you can get this. But this is more of a virus, a deal that affects kids. Well, it affected the football team. So as a precaution, fan day had to be canceled because – didn't want to get the, the football fans infected with this. So I'll have to ask Don Nealon, uh, maybe not on the air, but I'll have to ask him about this, uh, how uh, he handled situations like this uh, back when he was the head coach of the uh, football team. So that's coming up in the next couple weeks. Of course, I'm looking forward to it, uh, getting to talk to those guys again, Bob Pruitt, Don Nealon, two of my favorite coaches of all time. And it's like my two uncles. Just uh, getting those two guys together. It's like I'm talking to my two favorite uncles, and they're your favorite uncle as well. So that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Labor Day, the Don Nealon and Bob Pruitt Show right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I mean, we got coaches shows coming up as well. That's starting back up. 
This is it. This is like the. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the quiet and the serenity now because we are going to go full steam ahead here in the next few days. Uh, we got a doc. We got a doc holiday press conference next week. It's it's game day next week. It's 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 game on. This is a, this is your last free Saturday without football. So enjoy it. If you have plans with the family, say say goodbye to them next week. But spend as much time as with you can with them now, because unless they're football fans, they're not going to see you on weekends. They're not going to see you on Saturdays unless they're 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 tailgating with you. And if they're not, then you know you might want to reconsider that relationship. Think about it. If your significant other is not on the lot tailgating with you, unless you are rolling solo and you don't want them there, then yeah, I don't know why that person married you in the first place. But if you are rolling by yourself without your significant other, if they don't want to be there, you might want to think about that relationship. You might want to think about that just a little bit. And by the way, tomorrow, uh, Paint the Capital Green is coming up. And I know that's going to be a big event for a lot of people. Uh, you might want to plan early if you're going to that. Travel early because of uh, the congestion that's going to be Charleston traffic tomorrow because of the presidential visit. So plan ahead. If you're going, plan ahead. Plan wisely. And don't forget, uh, they're still raffling off that uh, towable tailgate, uh, the quarterback club of Charleston. They've got that thing going on. And if you haven't seen this thing, let me tell you, if you can haul it, you want to win this thing because it will make you one of the most popular tailgate destinations on the West Lot. So that's going to do it for this edition. We appreciate you being here with us today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. One more week, and then we are in full football mode. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Don't forget, you can always listen to the program online at wrvc.com. You can also find us on TuneIn, Stitcher Radio. We're on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast is where you're going to find us. That's going to do it for this edition, live from the Union Pub and Grill here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Station.